Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, CK. Hey, Daddy. I was just wondering when I can see you again. Give me a call and let me know. Hey, TK, it's Carmen, baby. How are you? I know you're busy, but I miss you, puppy. Take it over there. Hey, TK. I'm calling you. I was thinking about you. I'm hoping that I get a call back. Been on my mind. But, um, you know, it's your girl from Detroit. Me back when you get a chance, okay? Talk to you later. What's up, everybody? It's comedian T.K. Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. T.K. Kirkland is the philosopher. T to the motherfucking K is my philosophy. Yo, everybody, this is comedian T.K. Kirkland. You know, I've been in this game a long time as some of the flyest niggas in the world. And I fuck with real people on the street from a nigga named... Um, um, Eric Von Zip out of Harlem, to my niggas named Jock out of Cleveland, to my niggas up in Oaktown, to my niggas all the way up to Seattle, to all my niggas in Japan. And once in a while, you come across a motherfucker that just just amazes you. And out of all the stories I've done on this show, this nigga right here, everybody, you are going to be impressed. This is the great Angus Black. You probably don't really know him, but you're going to know him after today. And I want y'all to follow him afterwards because the brother has me has has caught my attention for years with his knowledge, with his wisdom. You know, he had baby mama drama. This is how we met years ago, and I had to put the nigga up on game. <laughs> <laughs> how to cut a bitch off, how to get in the gym, how to keep his beard conditioned, how to keep his skin smooth, how to smell good. And niggas just take a Virginia over like a motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, the great, the one and only fucking Angus Black. What's going on, fam? What's going on with the TK? How you doing, sir? Uh, I'm good. I'm good, man. In these crazy times, you know, you can't do nothing but think positive. Man, it's some crazy motherfucker times. This sexual harassment shit with uh, Matt Lauder. It's gotten to the point, yo, you can't rub a bitch elbow. You can't touch her thigh. And in the way of fingers, it's good. I'm going to tell you why. When I was coming from the game in this world, you know, motherfuckers look at you or you you robbed this person, you did this, you do this. And as I've gotten older to become a man, I see how niggas was really just weak and insecure um, type men, black, white, Hispanic, whatever. And mm-hmm. this sexual harassment shit now come back and bit all these powerful people and then the people who are not so powerful on the ass because they lack conversational skills. So you ain't never got to touch a bitch. Your mouth has to be your work of art. How you could, you know what people have forgotten in this world from rich men to young kids? How to seduce a bitch how to have a conversation with her, to uplift her, to motivate her, to make her feel good, that she just give you the pussy, dog. Niggas have mm-hmm. forgot about that. They yeah, man. You, you're dealing with, with people with power, and, and they got the blood of straight savages right now, though. So, like, it's like, I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know how to do all that kick game. They they used to pulling chicks by the hair like the cavemen used to right. do back in the 
Like that, that's what you're dealing with. So, and, and you know, and not to make this a racial thing, but it is a racial thing. You know, you ain't seen. You know, we had our you know share. You know, with a uh, uh, Bill Cosby and a couple of other people, but uh, uh, you, you see a, a lot of white men powerful white men being exposed right now on a whole nother level. On right a whole now. nother level. <laughs> the Congress don't even know what to do right now. They sitting there like, yo, at first we could tell y'all that we we won't gonna worry about none of this stuff. Like we we won't worry about nobody nobody coming out saying they sexually harassed somebody. We won't worry about that. But now we can't we can't even tell y'all that we not concerned more people gonna come out and say somebody touched them in an inappropriate type of way. And so it's just, it's hell, man. It's crazy. It's I'm thinking crazy. about all the kids. <laughs> I'm thinking about all the kids that I don't, I don't inbox on some little low key type stuff. That you be like, yo, shit, kids ought to come out the woodwork. As soon as right, I blow up, right. blow up now. I'm scared to blow up because some chick like, yeah, Angus, um, he got big on, uh, you know, just some crazy jump, man. I'm just like, Lord. And see, and see, that's the difference between being a player and a bitch nigga. If I inbox the bitch and I'm saying some fly shit, bitch, I'm a gentleman. I saw that you was attractive. I'm going to holler at you. Shit, you don't live in my neighborhood. Bitch, you're on the other side of the fucking planet. This is the only way I knew how to reach out to you. I wish a bitch mm-hmm. would come at me on the shit and say, oh, uh, uh, but I would never do nothing appropriate anyway. That's just how I move. Mm-hmm. You know, but what and what I realized over the last few weeks is that the government has a trust fund for them niggas up at the, in the Capitol Hill that they get caught in sexual harassment. They pay a bitch from the trust fund. The tax the taxpayers pay for the guy's misbehavior. And they make sure they own is taken care of, bro. This is insane, <laughs> dog. Like like any 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 terrorist act. That anybody done on, on you know on that white supremacy side, even from the um, the young boy that went in the church in South Carolina and shot those black people, he, mm-hmm. you know they was able to raise like two three million dollars in a couple of weeks for him. You kidding you know me? I mean? Yeah, they raised a lot of money for him. You know what I mean? That that's just that's what people don't realize when it comes to our culture, like. Bad or good, if, if white people get caught doing some some cruel, cruel shit, they people still hold them down. They still put money on their books. They still, you know, they still hold them down regardless if they was wrong or not. Wow, yo. It's like, I, I was surprised that they even, you know, he, he had a whole GoFundMe that was jumping, you know, after he killed those people, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the world is, I don't know about people, fam. And see, we, we get caught up in the spiritual thing and praying. But I know it's really the right thing to do to say, but when my heart really think about it, you really got to become a savage out here and really start cracking motherfuckers upside their head. But you just don't want to go up upside innocent people's heads. But they the cops, the white people, they fuck with innocent people. So mm-hmm. what, we want, what, what can we do? And we don't want to put. We have to be intelligent. We can't. We can't put ourselves in a separate lane that we have so much hell that you can't live your life because this is the way it's coming. And I didn't know until Donald Trump became president how much the leader of the country affects the way people think and the way they move. Mm-hmm. This is a true example of whoever's the president, 
influences the behavior of the American people. It mm-hmm. truly does. Mm-hmm. Because if the president has got hate, then people who have hate, they bring that out even more. And I agree. Why, yeah, this is the reason why he has to be impeached or get out of there because he he's just too ignorant to leave this type of country. He's too ignorant to... He doesn't even know how to speak at presidential moments when you're giving people an, an award. And it goes back to the Puerto Rico thing when he was throwing the, the paper towels mm-hmm. like he was playing basketball. So just recently, he was saying something about Pocahontas to the Indians on a press conference. Like the man is just truly fucking ignorant. And when you speak about where it's going, it also shows you this is the reason why I have to speak up about Libya. Now, how you feel about that, yo? About in 2017, they are selling Afro-American people. It's this this shit is in, it's motherfucking insane. And what I want to talk about, I want you to give the people who, who may know, who may not know, or just can't remember the history from the Moors on up to now. Explain that to the world. Uh, the the Libya thing, man. That that I literally was in tears, bro. Like, and but I was angry at the same time because I seen videos where they showed them torturing them, mm-hmm. and 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 just to hear the stories of what our ancestors went through through slavery to now being able to see it online, like it's like a it's like a reality show of slavery right now online, mm-hmm. right and. And I'm talking about, man, they are torturing them on a whole nother level. And, and and it's so crazy. See, the government, our government not going to jump in that because we get our oil from Libya. Mm-hmm. And what else getting our oil from there, you know, right now it's 2 $3 a gallon what we paying, but we go over there and start fucking up some people over there that's messing with this slave thing. Man, our gallons are all gonna go up to seven, eight dollars, and that's all the government care about. Right. You know, what I mean? like we can't, we can't touch them, man, because you know we we doing business with them, so we don't see that shit that's going on. But mm-hmm. I really think, hands down, this is the time for the world to uprise and go on a whole nother level because just knowing that that's going on and ain't nothing that nobody can do, man, it, it's like the most helpless feeling in the world and, and yeah. it hurts yeah it but, does hurt but but like you were saying you know the you know kind of go back a little bit you know our country was built on the moorish the moorish people you know more means black mm-hmm. and what you know a lot of black people don't realize yeah we can point the finger at the white man all day but since the beginning of time, we've been here since the beginning of time. White people only have been around for like 2,000 years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so so where did we drop the ball at where we had everything and now we lost everything? Why Why are we in that position? Because it's black people who sold black people into slavery. Black people always had slaves, but they didn't treat their slaves like how the white people was treating them. But okay. You know what I mean? But the Moorish people was the navigators of that time. Moorish people was making fifty, sixty thousand dollars in in the in the nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties already. So when they navigated the Europeans out of the Caucasus Mountains and brought them to this new land, when them white people were like, yo, we need some people for this new land, 
it was the Morris people who said, yo, we know where some niggas at. <laughs> you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. something else that people need to realize, too, they did not enslave Africa. You know what I mean? They took a group of Africans from Africa. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's a lot of people that always go around like, they enslave your ancestors. Like, no, nah, they kidnap a group of black people. All Every black Every black person in this world is not a descendant of Africans or a descendant of uh, of ancestors that originated from Africa. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you got to understand, at one time, it was like one continent and then two continents and then three continents. So, you know, when the world was shifting and stuff, there's a lot of people that, you know, that were separated from their families just based on the world being in its natural habitat. Right. But... But yeah, we we sold each other into slavery. We we the ones that gave the European sovereignty. Like we technically still have sovereignty over the United States. But when uh, uh the Rockefellers and stuff took over, that's what the Mac uh, the Mac uh, Mac proclamation. I can't even never say it. But mm-hmm. that's what that is is a transfer of of ownership of slavery. That's what that was. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. The Rockefellers, the Bilderbergs, all of these powerful people like that, they are the 1% that owns everything. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there's it, no black people at the top. Like, and, and, and that's a problem, but the problem started with us because we don't know how to maintain no type of economic power. We don't know how to put our money together because we don't trust one another, and we would mm-hmm. never trust one another. That's true. We won't. I agree. So people keep wanting to pray and thinking things gonna get better. I'm like, yo, this prophecy, this is supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean? like, I'm, I'm into the Bible, but I'm not church. You know, what I mean, some people right. that's church and that's real religious to the point if if, if somebody whipping them, they think turn, they think uh, 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 turning the right cheek or turning your cheek, they think that means to to just walk off and let somebody beat you down and not defend yourself. But if people really read the word like that, man, God was effing niggas up on, in, in the Bible. Like, everywhere you go, God was slaughtering niggas. Because he get tired of this, this ignorant shit that we doing, and God don't play that job, man. And people right. need to stop playing God as he's a, he's a soft guy, and he's just one of those, please don't do that. Oh, I don't right, like right. that. Right, right. Thank God, man. If you... If you look at the history of everything, it was always a man who stepped in and had to talk to God. Be like, God, please spare these people because he ready to lay the hammer down. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? He don't play that junk. You know, the Sodom and Gomorrah. See, we going right back into Sodom and, Sodom and Gomorrah all over again right now. Now explain you know, you that. Got, now explain it. Sodom and Gomorrah. You got, you, got these, you got the whole bunch of, you know what I mean, you know, there's a lot of gay shit going on now. And then this ain't nothing that's speak against gays or nothing like that, but, you know, God give us free will. We got free will to do whatever we want. That don't mean what, whatever we, that we do, that that mean that is right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And a lot of people got that messed up. They, we got free will. You got, I got to live my life and stuff. Yeah, you got to have common sense, too. You can't just do what you want to do. Right. But that's, that's where we at now, and... and with the world, you know, it feels funny to go into a bathroom and you see a men's bathroom, a women's bathroom, and now they got the transgender bathroom. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just creating confusion. And, you know, the Internet, hands down, is what's destroying 
our young kids is destroying everything. It's making people lazy. You got more computers taking over everything. You got self-checkout at the stores now. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Like, people ain't got to do shit now. Like, you know, you got you got the uh, your DVR recording movies, people stuck in the house watching seasons of this, seasons of that, and don't realize they just watch, you know, 48 days of reality shows, and they just killed a lot of their time of their life. Right. You know what I mean? The health, the health thing is real big. You got more young people getting cancer now. Right, like, true. Something, something that blew my mind was like a lot of black men get prostate cancer. So one thing that I did was uh, uh, try to uh, find some research on what could cause prostate cancer. So one, mm-hmm. thing, one day I was looking, I was like, yo, you know, what, what touches our ass every single day? And I was like, toilet paper. Mm-hmm. So I started to go look up toilet paper, and I realized that they bleach toilet paper. They bleach it with carcinogens, which is radiation. And, and that's what caused your ass to burn when you keep wiping it. It's like, Lord, how much did you right. burn my ass? Because mm-hmm. it's leaving them little white particles up in your ass, and then that junk just sit there over time is eating away at your prostate, and that's what caused prostate cancer. Just like when you blowing your nose with tissue, if you keep blowing your nose eventually around your nose, around the edges, it start to peel or it start to burn. That's true. Because of the carcinogens, and toilet paper and anything white because they know if you look at anything and it's pure white, they know you're going to think that it's clean. Right. But overseas, overseas, people don't use toilet paper overseas. They use, they either use a, a bidet. That's what rich white folks got. They got a bidet in their in, in they house. Right. A lot of black people, we never knew what it was. It was like, oh, what's this thing that shoot water? Because white people wash their ass out. They don't wipe their ass. Mm-hmm. That's how you supposed to do it. Right, it's true. You use baby wipes or something like that. But everything is designed to depopulate certain areas, especially urban areas. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, people that stay in the projects and stuff, they got, you know, you got a, a, a monthly uh, uh, guy who come in and spray for roaches and stuff. But... The roaches don't never go nowhere, but he keep coming over spraying because that them chemicals is fucking up your child. Right. And then we go to the hospital and let the, the let the doctors put needles and medicines in our kids, and Europeans don't even understand how black kids work. So now you you taking your kids to people who don't even understand the culture, and then they tell you your blood pressure too high, your your sugar too high when they don't understand that because I'm melanated, because I have melanin in my body, my blood pressure is going to be higher than yours as a European person. Mm-hmm. That's why I can stay in the sun longer than you. That's why I can do certain things better better than you. And it's not to say that it's better. It's just That's just how it's designed. God right. designed it like that. Don't, don't get mad at me. God designed it this way. Right. Don't get mad at me because I'm good in sports or I'm fast or... You know, you you got to understand, white folks, they got every reason to be jealous. Like, like y'all, y'all are magnificent at everything you do. You can sing. You can dance. Y'all can play sports. Y'all are gifted at everything. And what can we do? Man, That's motherfuckers, true. fuck these motherfuckers, yo. Like, like fuck it. We're going to just steal from them. We're going to take whatever. They took it. 
They can't they can't help it. It's in their blood. The whole history right. of everything that they ever did was to take somebody else's shit. Yeah, from the from the, the Indians, et cetera. Everything they created was all things to create genocide to 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 kill people, like AIDS and stuff like that. That's the only thing they created was diseases and stuff to fuck up people. Mm-hmm, it's true. The the Europeans or the Germans. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they, they just they it's in their blood. Like they can't help it, man. Is that caveman? See, and something else that people you know, and they can go look it up. But white people are not considered hundred percent human. They Neanderthal. So you gotta understand the the savagery that's in their blood. They can't help it. They eat their food raw. They eat they eat meat bloody because right. it's in their blood. That's 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 nothing to down white folks. That's just what it is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So a lot of people do need to do a lot more research and, and look into their history. But, you know, I used to be one of them super conscious dudes that is all about our people. And, and, and now I got to a point now where I realize you can only save a few. You can only reach out and, and help who you can help. Help your immediate family. Right. Make sure, first of all, all y'all conscious dudes out there, Make sure your kids and your wife or your significant other is straight first before you sit out here and be thinking you're a superhero trying to save a whole village and your own kids and your own immediate family fucked up. Right. That's the that's the first problem in the community. You got a bunch of activists who trying to be superheroes and their own family fucked up. Right, it's true. That's the number one problem. Like, yeah, get get your insurance. And that's, that's what I like about you, TK. You always speak on, at your shows, you speak on insurance and, 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 and people leaving a legacy for their kids and stuff like that because we don't buy insurance. Right. You know, we, we, don't, we don't even know nothing about insurance. I sell insurance. But like, people don't understand whole life and term life. You know, you're going to sell probably 80% more term life than whole life because it's easier to get term life. But term like you're taking a risk because you actually guessing how long you might live when you get a term like. You right. know what I mean? It's like it's like, yo, I can do two hundred thousand uh, give me give me two hundred thousand in life insurance if if I live to I think I might die before I'm sixty two. And and it's up to the insurance people to look at your your health and everything, like, yo, do we think he going to outlive 62? Uh, I don't know. I don't think he might outlive 62. Now you outlive 62, now your whole term life policy is, is, is canceled, and now you got to do another policy after you don't pay all that money for all them years, you don't outlive your policy. So now pe- people can't afford whole policies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just too high. So what do you suggest? I'm talking about, of course, get the term life. Just, just make sure you have some type of insurance because, like, anything can happen to you any day. Right, and, right. And you need something, something for your family. Nobody trying to create no GoFundMe and stuff to try to bury your ass. Like, it's embarrassing. It, it, yeah, it is, man. I, I hate seeing these GoFundMe pages. And the GoFundMe yeah. company, they ripping people off, too. Right, and what people come, give me an example. People hit me on my Instagram all the time. TK, my grandmother died. What's inside? I just what I say. I'm trying not to be rude. I say in your time of 
um, disaster, I, I, I send my prayers out. But this is not what I do. I don't help people mm-hmm. with funerals. If you've been listening to my show for years, I've always preached, get your insurance. I've always preached mm-hmm. to everybody, have your shit in order so you don't get caught up in this. Like I've been saying my shows lately, a lot of these people adapt. You're not going to get rich. You work 40 hours a week. You're not going to get rich, but I can put you up on game. And what I can tell you, if you really love your family, you could take out life insurance, and your kids' kids will be millionaires, and you create a legacy, and you teach mm-hmm. your kids how to take out insurance. And those kids teach their kids how to take out life insurance. And you may not see it now. You may not, you may not even be around. So you're not going to be around to see it. You just got to know in your heart you did the right thing. When you drive to these beautiful areas of these homes. You really think motherfuckers went to school. Mm-hmm. They didn't go to school? Ain't no fucking way everybody you see in the hills went to college. And, and, and today, sir, I wouldn't even be trying to go to college. Like, you can learn anything you want online today. Like, I could do... I was talking about, dog, I, I, I couldn't fix cars before, but I all I do is go on YouTube put in a tutorial on how to build a radiator or, or how to build an engine or how to change my brakes or how to, and then I just follow the tutorial and then well, I do it on my own. Right those things like that, you do, new tra- you, you do need training. If you go to college, you want to be an attorney, you want to be a doctor, you got to go to school. But the way this world has changed, you got to know this tech shit. You got to go get a trade and learn tech because that's where this world is going. It's not going to Chrysler, put bumpers, because here's the thing. Chrysler and all these um, car companies are going to get rid of people soon. Mm-hmm. They're going to get rid of people soon. So people have to find a way to better themselves. Now, like I said, if you're over 40 whatever, some people are going to get laid off this week or next week going into the new year because companies are downsizing. They downsize, and, and people who don't have skills is going to be fucked up. They're going to get these service packages, 60000 By the time the taxes take out, you walk away with 30000 And if you get this money right before the holidays, by February, you're only going to have fifteen, ten thousand 10000 the bank because you're going to start balling around Christmas because you really think you got a lot of money. 30000 ain't no money. Mm-hmm. No money. Not no motherfucking money. So it's like you said, people have to understand and get disciplined from an educational level, take care of your family first, knowing that their history. And it's something else that we talked about. I want the world to know about this too, about the, the Justice League, the superheroes, how black men created it, and how white people stole that shit too. Yeah, man. Uh you know, y'all get time. Google the guy named Dwayne McDuffie. His name is Dwayne McDuffie. Uh, he started the Justice League. Uh, he wrote a lot of stories, a uh, 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 bitch for Superman, uh, Scooby-Doo. Um, his first black cartoon that aired on TV was called Static Shock. Um, it, was a, it was a black guy with a little twist in his head. He had little dreads, and he wrote an electric skateboard. Um, Another big cartoon was called Ben 10. 
Um, that's real big online on, on and on TV right now. But this guy, Dwayne McDuffie, is such a beast. Like, he created his own black line of uh, uh, black comic book heroes. And he was about to release them. And when he was about to release them, out of nowhere, Marvel fired him. And when they fired him, then he mysteriously died after that. I don't even know how he died, but the crazy part is when he died, now he can't release all his black superheroes because they know if he was able to release black superheroes and black people get excited about a black superhero, that 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 boosts up our self-esteem. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You got, you got, dude, it ain't nothing like having a, a, a black superhero. Look, you, you seen the show Luke Cage yeah. that was on Netflix? Man, they everybody was watching Luke Cage so hard that they crashed the servers on Netflix. That only black comic book show that came on Netflix. Now you got the Black Panther about to drop. I oh, guarantee you. I guarantee you, we about to break a record as far as the the biggest movie at the box office. We gonna break a record. Black people coming out like this. Obama going into I office. I totally agree with you, hundred percent. And see, and see, we, we we try to support each other. See, they blackballed us when we did Birth of a Nation. They they blackballed us. You know what I mean? I, I now, myself, say blackballed us. Explain. I went to the movies myself to, to to watch Birth of a Nation, and they told me it was sold out. So I went and bought a ticket to go watch another movie, but I only did that just to see was Black Panther really sold out. And when I went in there, it was only Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. You said Black Panther. Birth of a Nation was sold out. Birth of a Nation. They told me Birth of a Nation was sold out, but it was only four people in there. Whoa. They did that all across the nation to blackball Nate Parker. Now, Nate Parker is from here, from North of Virginia, where I'm at. He's from. Right. And um, and I, when I actually watched Birth of a Nation, I realized why they blackballed it, because it would have made black people uprise and, and, and not want to take no more shit. And see what happened in Birth of a Nation, they start chopping all the slave owners' heads off in that joint. Mm-hmm. What was the guy, the started, leader of that? Who was the who was the, um, doing the history of that, Nat Turner? Nat Turner. Okay, Nat Turner, yeah. He was a bad motherfucker. Well, yeah, Nat Turner was a bad motherfucker. And, and people don't know, like, out here in Virginia, we got so much history here in Virginia. Man, we used to have a road out here called Niggerhead Road in Southampton. And they called it Niggerhead Road because when you come to that intersection, they had black people heads on stakes right there with flies around. Damn. But now, but now they changed the name. It's called Blackhead Road now. But, you know, this was all during the Nat Turner uh, 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 time. No, because I mean? they had black people's heads or white people's heads? Nah, black people's heads was on stakes. Damn, yo. Yeah, man, like them movies and stuff, man. Movies is a way to put a message out there. It's always a subliminal message in movies and stuff. See, and going back to the comic book, dude, they they killed that man and they took all his black superheroes because they want us to, to like people like Superman and stuff. Like, people don't get it, but Superman's supposed to be Christ. You know, if you look at Christ's timeline in the Bible and then you mm-hmm. look at Superman's timeline, the same exact timeline. You know what I mean? And, and, and Superman, that's what the S stands for, the Savior. If you watch any of the Superman movies, they always made people look like 
they was looking up to Jesus like it was like they they tried to do a, a comparison. Mm-hmm. But but it, but it is real subliminal. People don't know that Superman on the planet that he come from, his name is Kalel, which is a brother's name. Kalel, anybody with the last name L mean they they are the people of God. You know, mm-hmm. Israel. It stands for ISIS, Ra stands for God, L stands for the people of God. God is real. Israel. So so when Superman came here, his name was Kalel. You know, in the word they say we, we are not of this world. So here we are coming into the earth, and what do the people here on the earth do? They make you sign a birth certificate because you got to register under a European name to come into earth because you're mm-hmm. an alien from where you come from. So now they give me my name. My name Clark Kent. That's my earthly name. Back at home, my name Kyle. You know what I mean? But see, the point of you being here in this earth, God already told you that this is Satan's world, so you can't be shocked at all the craziness that's going on. But I did give you the tools on how to survive in this world. That's what mm-hmm. it's about. Right. Yeah, you you not you need negative. People always anybody who go online and always putting up their Oh, I just can't stand negative people. Keep the negative energy away from me. You the ones going to get negative energy because you keep speaking it with your tongue. Your tongue carry power. Mm-hmm. So when you keep speaking, I hate negative people. Negative people, always you they're going to keep coming to you. It's you that's bringing, you attracting the, the negative vibe. But you need negative in your life. Like a battery can't run without a negative charge. That's so true. You know, everything has a negative and a positive. If you ain't have no negative, then how you going to use your faith? How you going to know to take risks? If everything was just moving good for you, if everything was all good, then we wouldn't need to pray. Right, and we wouldn't achieve anything either. Yeah, God, that's how God works. God looking like, yo, if I, if I don't bring this type of stuff to you in your life, then how you going to, you know, you ain't going to know to come to me. Mm-hmm. You know, man, it, it, it's deep, man, and it's only going to get crazy. I don't know if you caught that joke that I did on stage, but uh, the jump is so subliminal. I said, what's the coincidence that in, in the book of Revelations, it said the world was coming to an end when you hear the sound of the trumpet? And then I said, what's the coincidence that the president's name is Trump and the vice president's name is Pence? You say it together, their name is Trumpet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true. You know what I'm saying? Man, it's crazy, it's scary, but all I can tell if I had to leave the best advice for everybody to focus on your your immediate family, uh, work on getting your credit together, mm-hmm. stack your money, mm-hmm. get you some ammunition, get you some guns, stock up on canned goods, perishable items. Every time you go to the store, get like, like five or six canned goods, just something to have off to the side because it's something that is a law. If, if the government find out that you have a lot of food and water, they're going to come seize it if they know you, that you have Wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, you can't you can't even stock up on canned goods and waters and stuff like that because there's some junk about to go down. Like, you know, if, if, if your house is by any railroad tracks, be aware of that. You know what I mean? Be aware of any FEMA FEMA stations that's in your city, you know, uh, uh, try to see if there's any private prisons in your city. There is a lot of prisons in people's cities that they don't even know about, 
and then you got these people that you think that's kidnapped, but the whole time they locked up. All right, when I was on the road with Dick Gregory, Dick Gregory was the one that put me on to, yo, do you know it's over a million brothers missing on just on the East Coast? 17,000 people in New Jersey, 28,000 in Virginia, 30,000 over here. Like, it's a million brothers unaccounted for that's just missing in the world right now, and nobody even know that, and nobody even looking for them. Yeah, what do you think that is? They in jail or what? They they either in private jails, you know, uh, body trafficking is huge. Look at look at the Libya thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That that I'm talking about. You wouldn't even be, you would be surprised if we had. Hold on one second, Angus. I got Todd on the phone. Hold on, Todd. Okay, Todd, call on. Where'd you go? Oh yeah, my bad, man. You know, I'm, I'm up here working working one of my jobs and stuff. So you know, you know they, they, the other thing I like about this gentleman, ladies and gentlemen, when I met him. The nigga was in love, doing his thing. He went through his hard times. But as comedians, I always give these brothers knowledge until they blow up. You gotta have a job. You're an adult, and when you're an adult, mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta eat. You gotta pay your fucking bills. You can't be sitting on a woman's couch or sleeping with your aunt. Uh, talking about you're gonna make it. That the percentage of that really happening is extremely low. At the same mm-hmm. time, you got to be a man and pay your bills. Because there's so many levels, and I always told you, so many levels what comedy does for you. It, comedy can teach you to be confident. Comedy can teach you swag. Comedy can teach you how to be a conversationalist. Because what's going on in this world, a lot of men don't know how to talk to women. They don't mm-hmm. know how to hold a conversation about from politics. To to, to 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 just the simplest things, or how to treat a woman the way a woman should be treated, and this is why one of these this is important. From the Matt Lauders to all the homies in the street to all the people that listen to the females, that I have a huge problem that when you go to all my shows, it's ninety nine percent women. Because even though I'm saying hoes, I'm saying bitches, it's no offense to them, but I'm, I'm talking to the females. I seduce them mentally. I get real mm-hmm. niggas who understand about being a man. They come to my show. Now, if you're a weak nigga, don't come to my show because you're going to get exposed. Your bitch going to be looking at you different on the way. Yes, he is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I got, I got some, I got some class stories. Being on the road with TK, man, I think one of the most classic moments ever was uh, this guy sitting in the front of this uh, show with his girl. He had his arm around her, and TK was like, hey, man, what's going on with you, man? He's like, that's your girl? The dude was like, yeah. You know, he's like, okay, how long y'all been together? He said, four years. TK said, I know bad as she is. I know you be eating that pussy. And the nigga ain't say nothing. The nigga was just sitting there. So he was like, nigga, I know you ate that pussy. And he said, like, right. this nigga acting slow. So he went over to his girl and he said, yo, baby girl, I, this your man right here, four years, be be real, have you ate your pussy? And she said, no. You heard the whole club say, oh, hell no. Nah. So yeah. TK just did the most. Man, I can't, even, I can't even explain, man. TK went and took the nigga's cell phone and said, yo, I'm about to put my number in your husband's phone. Let me eat that box while I fly out in the morning. Then gave the phone back to the nigga and said, nigga, don't hate and delete my phone number. Oh, my God. (laughs) 
I heard a nigga in the back say, nigga, if you don't hit that nigga with a Corona bottle. Because, <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, I ain't know. Like, I know they relationship had to be over after that. You just let a nigga take your cell phone and put his number in there. Yeah, that's crazy, yo. Now, click back over for me on the other line for me, um, Angus. You still on the line? Yeah, click back over. All right. All right. Oh, no, I'm not on the other line. Okay, don't worry about it. Okay, I still can do it this way. It's cool. Yeah, and see, and this is the other thing before we got interrupted. That was Todd, too, by the way. He said that that okay. person gets 75% of the store, and they don't have to pay for nothing. So she probably did walk out of there with that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, yep, sure did. Yep, he definitely told me that. And, um... Because what happens, like we were talking about with the momentum about life and men, in my DM from my T.K. Kirkman show, a lot of men call me or DM me how to speak to a female, how to take out a date, how to get pussy from a female, how to get head, how can, how can I get a woman to give me head. And when I read this, it's sad to me because I'm like, motherfuckers don't know. So what I'm doing today from hearing about sexual harassment, right, to hearing mm-hmm. about how men don't know how to talk to women, I need every man to start coming to my show. I need every minister to get my book next year called Gangster Conversation, and the album is called Gangster Conversation, and I'm going to teach men the, the most phenomenal game on how to be a gentleman to a female. How to treat her, how to send her cards, how to send her flowers, how to be um, sexually in tune to your girl. And if you don't believe me, ask every comic in the country. If you don't believe me, uh, uh, ask females who've been to my show, who will bring their girls to, bring their boys to my show to say, yo, pay attention to this motherfucker. He gonna teach you something. You've seen it, Angus. Mm-hmm. You say that. So I'm sitting here today realizing, I'm not saying I'm God's savior. I ain't going to say I'm Superman. I'm not going to say I'm Israel or whatever. I'm teaching a motherfucking day. And I'm just tired of men who don't know how to speak to females, who don't know how to give her flowers, who take advantage of women. Because like I tell men all the time, you got to know the difference between being a pimp and a player. Mm-hmm. The pimp is a motherfucker who want to move in with a bitch destroyer, take everything from her and leave her with nothing, just absorb the life out of her. See, a player has many levels to being a player. A player is the type of man that you give a, a woman knowledge to, to achieve her goals, to encourage her, to explain to her, yo, you keep credit good, you get your own house. If you got kids, you got to have your own house. You got to have mm-hmm. your kids in your house. You pay your bills and get your life together. You don't need a thing. That's why it's called equally yo. So when you're together, guess what? There's no stress on nobody. And you go to his house and do what you need to do. He comes to your house every now and then. But life will be so much better if everybody had their own shit, and especially for men. Because you know one of the worst things to me? I hate Angus. It was when a man moves in with a female. He ain't doing right. She sees it. It ain't the same. And he come home one day, and his shit is out on the lawn. 
or if a bitch tell you, I don't think this is working out, you got to go. Now you got to be, you got to devalue yourself to be a bitch nigga. Now you got to sleep on the couch or you in the garage or you downstairs in the basement until you figure this out. Come on, fellas. Y'all got to yeah. step up and be better men out here. Yeah, I, I, I was once know. that I I was once that guy, so I, I know how that feels. But I'm yeah. telling you right now, fellas, if you don't have your shit, you don't have your own house, you don't have your own car, you don't have your own anything. Don't get in no relationship with no girl and expect her to to understand what you're going through. Like you're not ready for a girlfriend. That's just what it is. And what do I tell people? You're not qualified. You're not qualified. You're not qualified to be in a relationship. Like this guy in my show the other day, he said he was like, I tried with some motherfucker much. Um, give me a second. It's comes in my head. Wow, y'all, hold on. I was in. Yo, I really don't know where the fuck I was at. Hold <laughs> on. Yo, you think I'm like, I know dementia ain't creeping in on my ass, but I was somewhere. And was I was in Virginia. I really need to know where the fuck I was at. Hold on, everybody. Shit, as much as I Ohio. see your flies on, on Ohio. Ohio. God damn. I was in Cleveland. And this guy was getting married to a beautiful couple, though. You know? And he said he's getting married. I said, I said he said, I'm 29. You got 25000 in the bank? He said, no. I said, why would you marry her? I said, listen <laughs> to me, everybody. You can't get married unless your money is right. And it, it doesn't mean it's going to save your marriage. It doesn't mean it's going to work miracles. My point is it'll take pressure off you. And if it doesn't work out, the transition is better. Everybody mm-hmm. able to get their own apartment. Everybody able to, to move smoothly. See, the reason why these niggas be beating bitches up and fighting, because when a girl puts them out, he ain't got nowhere to go. So he's Yeah, your manhood is shot. Manhood is motherfucking shot. Ain't nothing like a girl talking shit to you and you can't say nothing back and you get oh. tongue-tied and you yep. just come back. Oh, man, that's the worst feeling in the world, bro. That's the worst feeling in the world. I've seen it for a lot of men. I've seen it, yo. And like you said, you've been there before. I met one of my friends in New Jersey. He went through it, and I was telling him what I'm telling everybody now, right? But he wasn't being honest with me. I said, nigga, that relationship is over. You got to get out of there now or your shit. She's going to put your shit out. Yo, why two weeks later, nigga, came clean? But nigga, you like the bitch did put my shit out. I just wasn't man enough to tell you. <laughs> Yeah, we, we 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 be in denial. You know, I ain't even want to tell you the shit I was going through. I ain't want to right. tell you that shit, but mm-hmm. but you know, it is what it is. I had to face up to the music. Yeah, and look at you now, fam. See, and that's that's what I'm saying to the world, to the audience. Like I swear to God, if you ever get to me, and I'm not tooting my own horn, but if you ever, I got too many stories from Angus Black, some of the greatest people in the country. If you ever get to hear or talk to me, I will give you the advice of a lifetime that would change your life. And Mr. Angus Black is definitely one of them brothers. He'll tell, when I leave this earth one day, he'll tell you the story. I don't give a fuck what nobody say about T.K. Kirkman. 
I know that nigga was the master of conversation, and that nigga could lead you through a forest, and your ass would come out a king, and that's just real. Yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to learn how I could talk shit about a woman and still have her waiting at the after the club for me and John. I, I, I still can't do that. You shit. See it, right? <laughs> I don't see PK to talk the craziest shit and made women feel like like below the earth and then they still at the end of the show like you know what i don't like what you said about me but i'm about to go to your room and, and, and goddamn give you the best head in life you be like what? Talk, <laughs> i go out there i go out there trying to talk to a girl I'm like bitch come over here she like who the fuck is i i done <laughs> fucked around and got fucked up trying to be like tk <laughs> <laughs> yo without telling the year and the date remember the situation after the show the girl you said yo i try to holler at that bitch and her girlfriend left her in the lobby because she knew she was going to the hotel to fuck you. Yo, they was they was hyping her up like, girl, they they look like some parents dropping their kids off. Like, have a good day at school and, and, and make sure you, you pay attention and study. And I'm talking about they were rubbing her back like, girl, tell me tomorrow what happened. Was it good? Like, she, she was over there drinking drinks and shit. Like, okay, I got to get focused. I'm about to get down. I'm trying to make the Olympic team right now. Wow, that's <laughs> you know, and, and, and to the world, you know, I live my life. I'm not a player. I'm, I'm a I'm an OG. I just try to give these young men the best advice possible, and then the best advice possible to have a great life is leave the females alone until you get your shit together. To the yeah, fellas right here, shit. yeah. I'm sorry. Go ahead. How you how you shit together? And if y'all happen to hit rock bottom together after y'all had y'all shit together, then that's cool. Then y'all can right, work true. on, you know. But in the beginning, if your shit fuck, don't even start. Don't even. Don't even go into that. Like, don't. Don't. I'm telling you, fellas. Fellas, you about to. You. You about to fuck up your life, bro. Yep. I'm telling you, that's why it's mad niggas in jail for killing their girl, killing themselves. Right. That's why. That's why that prison is full of niggas that done fucked up their girls. And I used to, I used to judge them dudes and be like, how can you get to a point where you want to kill your girl? But I got to that point. I almost killed myself. I almost killed her I and remember. her boyfriend. Yeah. You I know remember. what I mean? So, so I, I get it. And I, and I thank God that he gave me enough, you know, uh, uh willpower just to sit there and think like black. It ain't your wife, it ain't your ex-wife, it ain't your girlfriend. After you keep going through relationship after relationship, it got to be some point where you just look at yourself and be like, nigga, it must be me. Right. And it doesn't have to, and it may not just be you, it could be her too. The point is if you date, right? If you, see, this mm -hmm. is the part about dating, people don't understand. Dating means you date until you figure out what's the perfect match for you. See, people get married at 22, 23. You haven't lived. Mm -hmm. Now, let's go to the variables on things. Some people do have low self-esteem. Some people are insecure men and women. Some mm -hmm. men don't know how to talk to females. Then you've got some women who are shy. Then you've got some people who lack education, right, because mm -hmm. they really can't do nothing. Then some people are overweight. They don't love themselves. So what you have to do in this journey is I call it the Rubik's Cube theory. You know how all the colors got to fit on Rubik's Cube to get in the order? Well, you mm -hmm. date until the colors almost fit.
That's mm. what you have to do. To the people who are insecure, you have to find ways to start saying to myself, how can I better my life each year? See, people just go through life not knowing that January is a time of being reborn, right? You, mm-hmm. you have a plan, and you say to yourself, okay, how do I better myself next year? I want to better myself uh, mentally. I want to better myself physically. These are things I would like to accomplish. Like last year, my goal in 2016 was to drop the podcast because I said, what do I have to do differently to have different results? So I did the podcast and to create different results. Now, going into this year, and I dropped the album, going into this year coming, I'm dropping the new album, Gangsta Conversation, and the book. So I'm not doing no social media or nothing until the fall. I'm just disappearing. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to do my shows, I'm do, go in the studio, I'm going to be working on the album. I'm working with my book with this guy named Chihuahua Coleman, um, New York Times bestseller, and I've just got my head in my craft until the fall. And then after August, I'll get the kids back to school. I'm going hard from August to December because my album went number 10 this year. But I swear to God, I want that album to go number one. And what I'm about to drop on the ass going to change the game. And that's why I'm calling it Gangster Conversation. And you, remember I told you on this day, Angus, that nigga told me that album was going to be cold because it's going to be really unique and different. Yeah, man, congrats on that too, man. Yeah, I know. Number 10 on Billboard? Yeah. A lot of people don't understand how cold that is. Man, I, I'm sorry. They, they don't even understand. This to be up there, period. I don't care if it was top 100. Like, just to make it up there out of the... You're out of seven point whatever billion people in the world, you, you made the that's top so ten. True. So yeah, awesome. you know what I mean. That's why people yeah. gotta look at it. Yo, to the to the fans listening, to the people just learned about this brother, knowledgeable Afro American man named Mr. Angus. But Angus, can you give them your um, IG for me, please? Oh yeah, at comedian Angus Black, and that's Angus A N G U Z Z as in zebra. Uh, and it's the same thing on Facebook and Twitter. And, uh, yeah, make sure y'all follow me. Got a lot of big things coming up. Um, um, yeah, and, and yeah. just follow And me. make sure you book them, yo. To my fans who do shows all around the country for, for MC jobs, for, for to, to hosting jobs, which is the same thing, to private events. I'm telling you, this is the brother to put it, like I said, I don't put too many comedians on my show. You know, I did um, a Big Worm on here. Mm-hmm. I did my other, uh, who else I do? I got to do um, David Allen Greer soon. But I mm-hmm. always try to show people mad love. And when we spoke a couple of weeks ago when we were putting that event together, I just heard your knowledge, and I was impressed about the superhero about the knowledge about that about how afro-american people was truly a power and how we just gave this shit away and allowed to be manipulated by motherfuckers who wasn't even on our level and is it too late to get it back and like you said all we could do now is just take care of our families treat get the have a gun in your house protect your family 
and and and, and just <laughs> there's really no words to to say what's going on. It, exactly, it, it really is. I don't even. I'm 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 lost for words about how this world is ending and how it's going. So I'm gonna keep telling jokes. I'm gonna try to put as many people on as possible to try to better their lives because that's what I do. To the country. and that's all we can do. That's all we can do. It's all about helping somebody else. And one more thing before I get off here, yes, uh, anything that I said, understand. I don't speak stuff as facts. If I if, if you won't dare, then you can never say facts because a lot of people swing that word around too loosely. And, and if you're not there, you can't say facts. So I did my research, but and, and it sounds good to me. But at the end of the day, we all don't know from a spiritual level to a whatever level. We don't know. But it do make sense to us sometimes to our human intellect. And God said, you know, not don't lean to your own human understanding. Like human understanding would never grasp the universe and what happens outside in the other realms and stuff is on a whole nother level. That's a whole nother story. But don't don't I just don't want y'all to take as I'm speaking as if I know. I'm not right. speaking Understood. as if I know facts. Yeah. Right. right. And here's the bottom line. Fuck all that. It's called common sense. See, common sense. There you common go. Common motherfucker sense. That's all. It comes down to common sense. Do you have common sense? I'm going to continue to bring the flyest motherfuckers around the world to my show. I'm going to continue giving brothers knowledge on how to better themselves. I'm going to continue to give women the intellect to how to deal with uh, bum-ass niggas so they can fuck with niggas and make them better because that's what I do. So play the player, pimp the pimp. May your pain be champagne. Peace to the motherfucking K. And it's black. May God bless you. We'll talk in a couple of days. All right. Thank you, man. Appreciate yes, the interview, sir. bro. Yes, uh, thank you too, man. My man. Yes, sir. One. This episode of the TK Kirkland Show was produced by Chris Thomas, executively produced by Charlemagne Magad, music by Lando Beats. This is an official Loudspeakers Network production.